0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 520. This week on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the Steve McQueen Car Show and talking with sponsors of this spectacular event that takes place on June 4th at the Boys Republic in Chino Hills, California. You can learn more about this at www.stevemcqueencarshow.com.
1: I'm going to go right back to our new favorite tagline, Mark, let your passion take the wheel.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Lauren Gussler. Lauren, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: You bet I am.
0: All right. Great to have you here. Lauren Gussler is the Regional Territory Manager in Orange County, California for Haggerty Insurance, a premier classic car and vintage boat insurance provider. They protect over 700,000 vehicles, 10,000 boats, and 25,000 motorcycles. Haggerty's involved in numerous charity and educational organizations, and they give back by donating a percentage of their net revenue to programs and organizations devoted to preserving the car hobby. Lauren and Haggerty sponsor the Steve McQueen Car Show that takes place on June 4th, benefiting the Boys Republic in Chino Hills, California. Lauren, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career, a little bit about you? And of course... Your passion for automobiles.
1: You bet. Well, like you said, I'm the regional territory manager for Haggerty here in Southern California. Um, I've been with Haggerty since early 2012, where I actually started as one of the gals on the phone in the call center in Traverse City, Michigan. Oh, wow. So cool. I, uh, yeah, I used to wait tables at this little spot in Traverse City, and some of my favorite regulars were. The Haggerty gang and uh Kim and Nikhil Haggerty, our CFO, Fred Turcott, and um they kind of encouraged me along the way that I should apply and jump on the bandwagon with the rest of the Haggerty team. And uh, you know, after about a year there on the phones, I was promoted and they shipped me out to sunny California and here I am.
0: Lucky you. You got to leave the cold northeast for sunny Southern California. I think if uh You had any other place to choose to come to the car mecca of the United States? They sent you right into the right place.
1: Don't I know it. You know, I was able to trade in my snowblower and ice scraper for uh, (laughs) sunny skies, beaches, and classic cars everywhere I look.
0: Oh, my gosh. I think you got the great end of this deal. That's fantastic. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about you and Haggerty, and, of course, talk a little bit about the Steve McQueen Car Show. But first, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Lauren, take the wheel.
1: Well, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge Zig Ziglar fan. Ah, um, awesome. You know, he's, oh, yeah, he's one of the greats, just sort of was a wonderful man and a godly guy and um, great at his business. He used to say that you will get all you want in life, if you help enough other people get what they want. Mm. And I love that because it's so true. You know, we can't really get anywhere on our own. And it does us no good to just climb all over other people who are just striving for their, their own needs in life. So by genuinely taking an interest in other people, in their lives, in their stories, and trying to help them get where they need to go, um, I feel like I can get there too.
0: You know, it's a great one. Zig Ziglar's a favorite of mine as well, and it fits really nicely into what we're talking about today because Haggerty Insurance, most people think of insurance companies as this necessary evil kind of thing, like, oh, gosh. I <laughs> but Haggerty's so much more. I've been involved with Haggerty. McKeel's been a guest on the show. What you guys do is so great, and you give back to the car hobby. I think that's a big part of the success there. And of course, what you're doing as a sponsor for the Steve McQueen Car Show and the Boys Republic, and the great things that that school does for young people. I mean, I had Chad McQueen in the show. He talked about how it really saved his father's life, and look where Steve McQueen ended up. So uh they're doing oh, yeah. awesome, awesome work there, but I love the fact that you like Zig. Yeah, great, great guy. Well, let's go back in time a little bit with you, and I'd love for you to share a story that instigated your passion for cars. You sent me some pictures of yourself for your show notes page here at the Cars Yeah website, and I see you with a helmet in your hand, hanging around cool cars. Tell me a little bit about that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car gal.
1: Well, it started pretty early in my life. Um, I was probably 9 or 10 years old. And I remember going to church with my family and seeing a 69 Stingray convertible in the parking lot, 427 red with a tan leather interior. And I thought that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm so drawn to it. But (laughs) oh, I just I had to run over there and check it out. And you know, my little grubby hands all over the car just enamored with this thing. The uh, gentleman who who owned the vehicle came out friends with my family and took the time to talk to me about it for the Chevy people out there told me why a four twenty seven was always going to be superior to that three twenty seven <laughs> and uh let me sit in it, pretend to drive and took me for a lap around the parking lot. Wow. So, you know, I always tell people I go back to that story and um I think, you know, what if that man had said, Kid, get your hands off my car right. or, you know, been more worried about his car than helping ignite that passion in me.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know that I would be sitting here today. And that's something, you know, Haggerty really tries to to do is is incite that love of classic cars and in kids and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But that was really what did it for me and I've been a Corvette girl ever since.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's a wonderful story and I love it when people take the time to talk to children. I've taken my son when he was a little boy to so many vintage car events and Concor events, and I can't tell you how many people Picked him up, plopped him down in a race car, put him in their car on the lawn at Pebble Beach. I mean, some of his stories about sitting in Jaguar D-types and Rolls Royces and uh, a Testarossa Ferrari on the lawn at Pebble (laughs) Beach. And I mean, the impression that made on him that that person took that time. So uh, I'm so happy that man did that. Look at where it led you. You're having fun with cars now and you're helping people, which is even better. You're carrying it forward, as they say. So Lauren, I would love to take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood and get our hands a little dirty here and talk about a huge challenge or even a big failure that you've faced along the way in your career. But the most important part of this is what did you learn from it and how did you move forward from that situation?
1: You got well, you know, this is I've got a two part answer for you. You know, we talked about a little bit, you know, how I got started with Haggerty and how my career has progressed since the beginning. I've, I've held a lot of jobs. I was a banker. I've done auto sales. I've done interpretation translation and coaching and retail, but I never really found my niche. Mm. And I think what I ended up realizing as I was, you know, waiting tables there in Traverse City, Michigan, was that all I really wanted was to work for a reputable company that was going to take care of their employees, take really good care of their clients give me opportunity to grow and, and invest in me mm-hmm. um, and have a have a reputable product. I mean, it's easy to sell something that, uh, that's truly a, a great product. So, you know, as I was kind of looking for that, I found Haggerty and found my niche. But the biggest challenge I probably faced in my career was the choice to move to California. Mm. Um, you know, I, I had really never been here before. I'd visited once before to attend the Grand National Roadster Show in Pomona uh, that was a 3 day weekend mm-hmm. and i uh, didn't know anyone sold pretty much everything i owned moved out here and just kind of had to find my way in, in the classic car world and in this job it's really not a not a manual necessarily for what we do yes.
2: <laughs> but
1: um you know what i what i really learned through that process was um, how welcoming and how awesome of a community the collector car world really is mm. i was able to show up as this northern Michigan gal in Southern California go to these car club meetings, go to these car shows. People were just thrilled to have someone new or to share their excitement, share their passion. Right. And uh, they just welcomed you in for you know, with open arms. I mean, there's really room for everyone, and everyone is welcome with the Classic Car community.
0: So if you had one takeaway for those listeners out there that are facing a big change in their life like that, whether they're young and they're just starting out, my son's graduating from college in three weeks, he's got a new job, he's going to be moving to a new city, I mean, the excitement of that, a little bit of fear, a little bit of wonder what's going to happen, what would be your takeaway for those listeners out there that might be facing a career change and a big move where they're going somewhere new?
1: I would definitely say with great risk comes great reward. And (laughs) the worst thing that you can do is not give it a try.
0: Absolutely. You know, if I would have come out
1: here and and given it a shot and really, um, you know, either failed or or not enjoyed my work, I could have always gone back. I could have always started new and tried something else. But um, I never would have known what what a joy this position would be and, and to be a part of this culture if I didn't just jump in with both feet.
0: There you go. You heard it from Lauren. Take that leap. Take that challenge. Do something new. Try something different and uh, look where it ends up. And I think they sent you to a pretty darn nice place going from uh, what could be snowy, cold winters to uh, perpetual sunshine and palm trees.
1: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) There you go.
0: Now all your friends at Driver City want to come and visit you, I'm sure.
1: They're always welcome.
0: Well, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I like to call a career aha moment. You mentioned working in a lot of different fields until you found this new niche for you that seemed to work really well. This is a time when the headlights kind of came on for a decision you made about your career. Tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. Well, once I
1: actually kind of got my foot in the door there at Haggerty and thought, you know, here's another one. I'm going to give it a shot. I know it's a reputable company. I know people that work there that are just so happy to go to work on Monday. I mean, what's with that? <laughs> they really like what they do and like the people they work with. I remember sitting there during our orientation the very first day, and they do a really good job of training everyone and, and getting everyone familiar with the different departments, the inner workings at Haggerty. Everything is very, very, very forward right in front of you. And they were talking about this field sales job really briefly kind of touched on what they were, what they did. And, you know, they were out there in different parts of the country, working directly with our people and with our brokers and doing the events. And I remember that first day thinking that's where I want to go. Mm. That's exactly what I want to do. You know, I mean, it's, it's, my passion is to work with people. I love doing the sales aspect, but I love talking to new people and going to new places And from that day forward, I remember stepping into my new role and telling my manager probably the first week that I was there, I'm going to be a field salesperson. I just want you to know that's where I'm going to go. And uh, my managers at the time were, were so supportive, really cared about my career development, were able to sneak me out of the office on occasion to go work car shows. I remember my first car show I ever attended with Haggerty was the uh, muscle car and Corvette National in Rosemont, Illinois. If you've never been, you've got to go, especially for us Corvette folks. We love it. Yeah. You know, I tried to to get my feet wet to, you know, research what the job was really about. I talked to a lot of people that were already in the role, what they liked, what they didn't like, where they found their successes and where maybe they failed. Mm -hmm. I remember that Halloween, (laughs) I came into the office. We, we wear a lot of costumes at the Haggerty office on Halloween. <laughs> I was dressed in a three-piece suit and I had a name tag on that said, "Hello, my name is Lauren, Field Sales Manager." <laughs> and <Hello>. uh, <laughs> you know, I was just you dress for the job you want, right? And right. I Just back to town on Halloween. Yeah. So you know, it was it was just a lot of it, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of research. It was a lot of drive, um, and it was going through the steps to to get that interview. I had some really dear friends at the main office there in Traverse City who would stay late with me after work to listen to me practice my presentations that Mm -hmm. I would have to give to our executive board or listen to me practice my interview questions. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if, if you've got a good support system and you're willing to do the work, I think you can really achieve any kind of a career goal that, that you set your mind to.
0: Right. Absolutely. Well, I've met so many people at Haggerty over the years. I was involved with them in my prior position, career in a company, and everyone that I met from Haggerty has just been a happy, nice, enthusiastic person. It's really true. It's yeah. it's incredible. So the culture that's been built there that McKeel has done and his team and all the rest of you, kudos to all you guys. It's really fantastic and Uh, It's great that you found that path. And I love the fact that you came dressed up as the person you wanted to be for Halloween. (laughs) Very astute of you. you know. Most people wouldn't do that. That's really classic. I love that. Very good. Kudos to you for that.
1: Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Let's talk a little bit about a Prader's career moment. Is there one that you can share with us that really stands out for you?
1: You know, this is a tough question. I feel like Every day, I've got something, you know, to be to be thankful for, to be proud of, work that my team and I are doing. I can think of one broker that I was working with in San Diego County over the last few years. And when they met, you know, I tried to introduce myself as a resource for them and someone who is going to be their sidekick trying to help them bring in new business and bring in cross-sell opportunities for their agency. Mm. But when I first met with these gentlemen, I don't think that they really understood what Hagerty was all about. They didn't understand what we were able to offer them, the ease of doing business with us. And since that time, we've turned them both into car guys. They are (laughs) car club members. They're getting ready to buy their first classic cars. They are involved in the hobby. They're supporting different shows. And they've basically based a lot of their business now around the classic car market. You know, we like to say that the best way into the house is through the garage. (laughs) And that's true in the insurance world, you know. These guys are able to bond with the car guys. And um, then from there, find cross-sell opportunities to to sell other lines of insurance. And now, these guys are the sixth largest producer of Hagerty policies in the country.
0: Wow, wow. You've converted. Yeah,
1: it's it's been a beautiful friendship. and, And now, they're diehard car guys. So great
0: awesome job there, uh helping them understand the benefits and that really is the key how can they help their customers and grow their business at the same time and you found the way to do that so very very cool i love that let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time maybe again or maybe it's what you're driving right now but i always ask everybody what was your first really special car doesn't mean it's your first car but the car you finally got that you just went yes i got it and maybe share a memory you have of that vehicle
1: you know, this this is uh this really brought back some memories for me thinking about this question. I think the first car that I would say was really special and stood out to me was my 2008 Subaru Legacy, loaded. It was the first car that I bought with my own money. You know, fairly new, yeah. um, had all the bells and whistles and ah, oh, sunroof. It was purple. I loved that car. <laughs> you know, I finally thought, you know, I'm, I'm just about done with college, and I've got a job, and I'm going to buy myself a nice car. And it was just, it was a hoot. I, you know, I really kind of splurged and, and got to enjoy that little taste of luxury until the payments became a little bit outside my
0: reach. <laughs> yeah, that first or second month is always like, oh, wait, uh, the fun wears off a little bit.
1: It does a little bit. Yeah, the, uh, the bills were, were a little less Less exciting than actually driving the car, but loves that and loved having the all-wheel drive in Northern Michigan. That changed my life.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Not something you need there in Southern California, unless you're on the beach or in the sand dunes out east of, exactly. of Los Angeles. So very cool. Well, How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage?
1: Oh, this makes me think of our family's old '91 Ford F-150 pickup. Oh, cool. Yeah, we, uh, we have that truck. Forever. I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, we used to take that fishing and camping and road trips and driving around dirt roads. A kid, we, you know, we'd ride in the bed of the truck, which I know you can't do now, but we used to have a ball just cruising around with my dad. We actually drove that one up to northern Michigan when we moved up there, and that was just the family truck. Yeah. That was the, the truck that I always had memories in strapping our orange fiberglass canoe to the top of that truck heading out to the river and you know it wasn't maybe the most fashionable thing at the time but I remember when we as a family sold that truck and I was watching this gentleman and his teenage son drive away and I cried I was so emotionally attached you know I I always joke that I've never heard so many grown men cry since I started working at (laughs) Haggerty. but you know it's that emotion and attachment to the car and I I felt that. Um, you know, it's like watching those those memories and those wonderful parts of your life drive away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it's always comes back to the memories with the vehicle, not so much the vehicle. It's the memories, the road trips, in your case, the family trips in that truck. And you think about that truck, how many millions of those did they make? Not really a unique vehicle, but it's the memories that we share with our friends and family with these cars that really remind us of... Uh, what it's all about so I like your comment never seen so many grown men cry
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the truth but it's not their fault it's the passion yes
0: yep yeah exactly Well, let's talk a little bit about today and tomorrow in the future, and I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your involvement with the Steve McQueen Car Show. I had Chad on the show last year. We talked about this car show and how important it is to to him and to the Boys Club, the Boys Republic rather, because his father, of course, kind of left home at a young age, came out west and was uh, getting in a little trouble. And that organization turned him around and set him on a course to become a superstar in the Movie theaters and racing and everything, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about Haggerty, your involvement with this event, and then all the things that Haggerty gets involved with. My gosh, I really think again that's part of the success of Haggerty insurance is the hands of Haggerty get into all these different organizations to help promote
2: mm-hmm. the car
0: hobby, so share a little bit about that with us
1: Oh, absolutely. My first year here in California, one of the first big shows that I was involved with was the Friends of Steve McQueen Car Show. And really got to know some of the staff there, Chris Burns and his team. I The passion these guys have for the boys at the school is infectious.
2: Mm.
1: They have such a passion and such a love for these boys, for, for the history of the school, and now for Classic Cars. Um, but I just thought it was a, a beautiful thing to be a part of and, you know, a more-than-worthy cause to support. Plus, they have some of the best vehicles there. I mean, you know, you love those bullet Mustangs. They're going to be there. Some of the Steve McQueen Porsches will be there. But, you know, what I really love is their, their investment into young people, um, and that's something that Haggerty really has a focus on as well. We have a number of youth initiative programs. One of which I'm going to be bringing to the Steve McLean car show this year for the very first time. Awesome. I don't know, Mark, if you've ever seen me do the, um, our Hegarty youth judging event. We do at a lot of Concord type oh, yeah, shows. It yeah. Uh, just happened at the Quail. Well, so we're going to be doing that this year at the Steve McQueen show. So I will be training uh, about 12 to 15 young people, typically between the ages of about seven and 14, wow. how to become classic car judges. We're going to cool. go around the field. They'll have their, their own little hat, shirts, and clipboards, and we'll judge some cars together, and then they will select first, second, and third place. And they'll have some beautiful trophies actually designed and created by the boys at the Boys Republic in their shop class. Oh,
2: wow. And,
1: um, yeah, this is just a, a fun event, a fun way to, to bring those kids into the hobby and get them excited and get them learning about the cars. Yeah. And I think for for me and for the kids, the best part is, the owners of the vehicles get a chance to talk about the cars. They get to tell the history. They get to tell the story of, you know, which barn they found this car in, and um, the kids get to then ask questions. And we all get to learn a lot. I'm a history buff, and that's got to be my favorite part.
0: Well, it's absolutely spectacular. The event is awesome, and I love the fact that you get involved with the young kids and, bringing them in to be judges, because those will make memories for those kids that'll last a lifetime. So there you go again, Lauren. You just keep hooking people on cars. So (laughs) (laughs) you're doing a great job. Well, let's talk about something a little introspective here. If Lauren was a car, what kind of car would she be and why?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love this question. You know, if I'm honest, I think I would probably be a 55 Mezerschmutz. Oh my gosh. k two hundred. Oh yeah, Wow. Um, you know i I do have a little German background in in my family and being a woman of very small stature, I about five feet tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know i'm I'm into the microcars. I'm a micro human. <laughs> I'm into the microcards. I think the Meerschmitzt were fun, fast, unique. They were record breaking. And, you know, I, I like to think of myself in the same way.
0: Yeah, You are the first Schmidt. That's pretty darn cool. And I like the, <laughs> the correlation with the family history and your petite size. My daughter's uh, about your size. She's very petite, and she drives a little Mini Cooper, and the license plate says, fun size. See? <laughs> there it is. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. I love it. That's great. So, Lauren, up next is the last lap, but before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah! listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit with over 80,000 patterns available and they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts and RVs exteriors from the elements and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers front-end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats and much much more Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Okay, Lauren, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So, you ready? Absolutely. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Oh, you know... I think that that would probably be let your passion take the wheel. You know, don't buy something necessarily because you think it's rare or you think it's valuable or you think it's what everybody else is into. You go buy a car because you love it. Mm. You build a car because you want it the way that you want it. Don't build a car for somebody else. Do it for you and do it because you love it.
0: There's a tagline you need to trademark. Let your passion take the wheel. That I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I might steal that from you. That's pretty good. I like You're more
1: that. than welcome, <laughs> to go right, go right ahead. There
0: we go. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm very organized. And I, there was a saying that goes something like, having a clear mind and a clear space allows you to think and act with a purpose. Mm. And... Uh, you know for me if i've got a messy workspace or my apartment is a mess i can't think straight i can't get anything done but if i keep to a keep to a schedule keep to a calendar keep my life in order then i feel like i can serve the needs of my customers and my company a little bit faster and more efficiently.
0: What's that uh, great saying? Cleanliness is next to godliness, I believe, is the saying, if I got it right. So, Amen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm the same way. Everything's got to have its place or I go crazy. Do you have a Me resource too. that you'd like to share with our listeners you think they would really enjoy?
1: Oh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and plug the Haggerty Valuation Tool. I it's was my hoping you toys. would say that. Yes. You bet. <laughs> you know, if anybody is out there dreaming about their their favorite car or they're in the market and they're looking to shop, I love using the valuation tool online. You can just plug in the year make model and it'll show you kind of the the value trends, um, what the market has looked like on that vehicle for the last number of years, a little bit of the uh, model history, some of the different engine options, pictures, and then it'll actually draw in some of those vehicles that are for sale on eBay as we speak. Awesome. So maybe we'll just be able... It's like a matchmaking part of the feature now. So um, definitely go check that out. It's on our on our website. Look for the little button that says Value My Car Now.
0: You know, and I'll I'll help you along a little bit here because I love that tool that Hagerty's created and that keeps evolving. And I follow the car market. I read Keith Martin's uh, magazine. He's been on the show. They do a, gr- a very mm-hmm. good job of tracking cars and their values. But uh, what you guys have done is so accurate. And I get a lot of people... Who email me here at CarsJest saying, Mark, how much is my car worth? And I send them right to you guys. So (laughs) go here, that'll give you a pretty good representation of what the car value is today, where it's where it came from. And you can project where it's going, because we only who knows that the way the car market is these days, but it's a wonderful tool. I'm glad you glad you plugged that one. Definitely worthwhile.
1: One of my favorites.
0: Oh yeah, mine too. How about a book? Is there a book you've read recently you think that the listeners would really enjoy reading as well?
1: Oh, I'm going to go back to my man, Zig Ziglar. Um, <laughs> yes. If you have never read Better Than Good,
2: mm.
1: absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, that really is more, not so much a sales book, but more of, a, more of an outlook on life, more of a way how to treat people, yes. how to earn respect and give respect. And, and like the quote we talked about at the beginning of the show, you know, helping other people get where they need to go. So I love that one. Absolutely.
0: Better than good. Great book. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources Lauren's been so kind to share on her very own show notes page at CarsYah.com slash Lauren Gussler. Lauren's last name is G-U-S-L-E-R. And there's a great place on the CarsYah website called Guest Recommended Books where Zig's book and all the past 519 guest books are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. All right, Lauren, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, I'll even pay for the insurance. I'll get you a policy from Haggerty. How's that?
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> but money's no object. I'm going to buy you any car in the world that exists. What would that vehicle be and why?
1: Oh, man. You know, being around all these beautiful cars all the time, I've definitely developed a very expensive taste. Oh, it's, it's easy, hard- too heartbreaking really i'm gonna have to go with you know the mercedes 300 sl Ooh. i would just you could bury me in a gull wing. i would just <laughs> love to have one of those cars specifically i love the navy blue with the red interior and the matching luggage it's my favorite color combination
0: oh i just saw a picture of one of those on uh, from one mm-hmm. of my facebook friends yeah and uh oh Oh, yeah. I think I've seen your car. I think I know where to go get it, so I'm going to have to uh, know, get on the hunt. I'm going to, have to get my big, big, big checkbook out. <laughs> those, those have become <laughs> rather expensive. And I thought you want the Gullwing instead of the Roadster. You're living there in Southern California where the top should be down all the time, but you like the Gullwing.
1: Oh, it's iconic.
0: Yeah. You gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Oh, awesome choice. Lovely color combination as well. Lauren, you have taken me on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. I'm so glad we got to meet. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Show listeners. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you head off down the coast highway in that Mercedes 300 SL going?
1: I'm going to go right back to our new favorite tagline, Mark. Let your passion take the wheel.
0: (laughs) I love it. That's great. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you, about Haggerty, and about the Steve McQueen Car Show?
1: Well, they can actually check out my Haggerty landing page at Haggerty.com slash L Gustler. And there'll be a calendar there of events that I'm going to be participating in this year, and you'll see a little note there about the friends of Stephen Queen show.
0: Awesome. Great. Well again, listeners, you can find everything that we talked about today at Cars Yeah on Lauren's Cars Yeah Show notes page. Just type Lauren L-A-U-R-E-N in the search bar. That page will pop right up with links to everything she shared today. And I want to remind everybody, don't forget to check out about the Friends of Steve McQueen Car Show. You can go to their website, www.stevemcqueencarshow.com, and learn more about this spectacular event. If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area, you've got to go. It's going to be June 4th of this year. It's going to be a fantastic event. You can go up and meet Chad McQueen. Check out the cars. You can say hello to Lauren. Lauren. Tell her you heard her on Cars Yeah. If you have a collector car, sign up to get it insured by Haggerty. Those are the guys to go with. It's going to be an incredible show. Can't wait. Lauren, thanks again for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks so much, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah.